You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to teach about the research. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is the day that won't be Tag is in, tag is out. Never miss communication. It's over 9,000. My name is Foxy. The balls are in there. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd to Know Basis Show, airing on Phoenix 92.5 FM and all those other wonderful places on the internet. I am Kian and with me this week is Kev. How are you doing? Oompa, loompa, doompa, dee doo. I I've have got a miserable a scandal for you. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I didn't think we'd be back talking about Wonka so <laughs> soon. <laughs> Like, I, I thought, you know, Chalamet, one and done. That was, you know, it was a fine movie. Had some ups, had some downs, and then that was it. Didn't think we'd be back on this. I but think, then... look, we'll get to the nerdy stuff. We've got the likes of DCC and Avatar and all that kind of stuff on the list. But this story may not be traveling. I did see the AV Club covering it. So before we get into anything, maybe you should cover the base, like the basics of what the big thing that's going out <laughs> this week is. Uh, so yeah, but first, first off, my name is Kev, and Scotland are simply just at it, right? <laughs> <laughs> what this is, this it it has just been ruling my my Twitter feed between the Kate Middleton disappearing uh, conspiracy theories. Yeah, has been this Willy Wonka experience in Glasgow that I mean, I'm surprised people didn't immediately catch it as a scam. Have you seen some of? Did you see the like the the the, the artwork for like the advertising? Oh, oh! I can do you one better. Just while I was waiting for you to get on the call, I did a bit of googling, and you know what? The site is still live of and offering to sell tickets, so you can just read it, <laughs> and it doesn't seem to have been corrected. Oh, uh, I I hope. Listen. There is going there is going to be a breath between this recording and since it releases. I hope that website's still up. So it is it is a Willy it is a Willy Wonka like live action experience that was being advertised in Glasgow. And they were using these these lavish, vibrant, awful AI generated art pieces to advertise. <laughs> like, I think one picture is this generative Gene Wilder, who his elbow is a is a four-dimensional tesseract. That is simultaneously <laughs> in front of his body and also behind his body. And while his arms are in two different positions, his hands are facing the same direction. It's <laughs> awful. It is bafflingly awful. Um, and for this experience, being charged that, I think, uh, up to £35 a ticket. 
So like premium cost for for like a day experience. What people got was the shoddiest <laughs> was the shoddiest props in an empty warehouse. <laughs> I mean, look, we're the podcast that has a host who's proudly seen Madam Web six times. I'm not going to say we're bastions dedicated to high quality. And, you know, I've worked in theatre. I've done some underwhelming events in my time, but this seems like next level. Like, yeah, no, like there is, it is like, again, this is, this is one of these things where it's hard to really discern it over an audio medium that we encourage, as you're listening to us, I really want you to look, to just, to, 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 to Google the, the image of this. Because the new yes, story is the, the link, I'm looking at it now. The uh, book now, like web page, is still the first result on Google, <laughs> which is stunning. If it was me, I would eradicate all information about this as quick as I can. But you know what? Let's yeah. let's let's backtrack a bit. So, what it was pitched as was a sort of a, t- and you have to do a bit of detective work to actually like get all the angles on this. But what it was pitched as seemingly was like a two hour like experience where you get to have loads of chocolate, walk through, go across the bridges, go through the sets. There's like actors. I've done lots of like live interactive experiences like this. Like, you know, I've done Doctor Who ones. I did the the Gatsby thing at the gate. I've done horror ones. When they work, they are really cool. It should be said. And for kids, it's a great idea. It's just... Good, good AR um, kind of immersive experiences are mm. unforgettable. Like I went yeah. to one in Bristol called Wake the Tiger, which was this almost like it was a walkthrough, but there were several kind of puzzle rooms and surrealism and wandering actors. Like they, when it's done right, it's incredible. Yeah, uh, but this is several cheap-looking props modeled after various points of the Willy Wonka of like. I would not even go that far. Uh, spread haphazardly and quite a distance from each other in just a real grimy warehouse. <laughs> it was giving me big, um, I suppose, have you ever heard of Dashcon vibes? That's exactly yes. it. Yeah, no, like, like the it was a big hole with middle. one little tiny ball pit in it. Like, you exactly. Know. That's hitting the nail on the head. Mm. Um, and then th- then pictures came out of like, God, God help her. I, I can only imagine. Uh, the, did, have you seen the pictures of the Oompa Loompa? <laughs> I was wondering, are they real? Because it they looks, seem real. It looks like I, it couldn't be real. She's just sat it, there with some test tubes and pipettes and stuff like. That's it. Like now, there's something deeply unflattering about the way it's shot because it's also it's misty. It looks like an umpa lumpa in a meth lab. Like yes, yes. Um, that's why I thought it was fake. No, because I've seen I've seen other angles of her actually like giving chocolate to children. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's backtrack a bit though. So it was pitched as like a two-hour event, and as you kind of alluded to there, people got in, and first and foremost, there was no chocolate. Kids got like a cup with like a lollipop and like some jelly beans in it. And to be fair, when you look through the website, there are no images of chocolate. It should be said. <laughs> it's all pictures of jelly beans and stuff. But like it's uh like just this evening, like an interview with the main Willy Wonka actor. Has oh, come. I was I, I was going to get to that. With, that's, yeah, that's yeah. And before you actually get to that, though, I should say they may have done some correcting on the webs on the real website for two reasons. One, none. There's no chocolate in any of the images. <laughs> and two, I noticed since the first time I checked, 
that the time, the duration thing has gone down from an hour and 50 minutes to 45 minutes. So they may be trying to reopen it and capitalize on the anti-hype. It's, well, that's my tinfoil conspiracy because well, I did yeah. notice the changes. Well, that's it. You 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 have to emphasize reopen because this did get closed down by the police. <laughs> yes. The police. police got called. Police. 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 Uh, the police did get called because people walked in and were immediately like, this is a scam. This We're getting robbed. This, right. There's no way. And again, £35. So like 40 it's not euros. called Willy Wonka. It's Willy's chocolate experience now. Again, <laughs> this is tinfoil hat correcting <laughs> after the facts. Make way for Willy! <laughs> um... And yeah, and the, the crowning jewel to this, I think, is as we mentioned, um, the 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 actor, like the the actor playing Willy Wonka in this, who again really just seems to be like a struggling actor trying to find any work, and found this job, was given a very clearly AI generated script that was gibberish, uh, like not proofread at all, and at a section, and he and. He's quoted as saying that at a section where he told to hoover up the nobody, yes. an evil spirit, which again, there's videos of that crawling out from behind him. Oh, are there videos? Actually, oh, oh there is. And it's, oh, it's wonderful. The one I saw had a kid go, oh. Okay, but, I want to I wanna give a slight update. I've tried to book tickets on the Willie's Chocolate Experience. When you try to book now, it goes 404 not found. <laughs> it's 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 wiping as we speak. This does um, get better and better. But no, it's it's at the 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 Willy Wonka quote. <laughs> he was saying that he had to. That there was a section where he had to suck that like nobody spirit up with yeah. a vacuum cleaner. And so when he went to the staff and when he went to the organizers and said, "Okay, cool, we could do this. Do you have a vacuum cleaner?" The organizers allegedly said, "No, we'll figure it out as we go." <laughs> So, See, just... so like you're giving me a sense of what it was like for the actors, uh, but like what was like the crowd like reception? Because usually if I go to an event and it's underwhelming, you kind of go, oh, it's a bit rubbish. And you leave and go to a cafe or something like what made it so hostile? What really set that make this set the Internet alight? Like, again, Ian, I need you to like, I really just keep bringing up this cost. 35 pounds. If you spend 40 quid, like 40 euro, to go into somewhere, and it's that crap. I've done it before. The police got called. It's Okay, happened. yes, I will admit that's like that's yeah, no, this was this was very definitively this is not what I paid for. Give me my money back. Right. It's, I mean, maybe I just have too much empathy because I, like, I was sort of a jobbing theatre type for a while. And, you know, what? funnily enough, I actually did a show, but it was actually good. A thing that went around schools where I was a chocolate professor. And so (laughs) when I kind of hear, like, okay, 15 pages, you sort of have to have a script for every single eventuality. It wasn't AI generated, obviously. But, like, so some of these things, I'm like, yeah, it's not good, but it's not surprising. The, no, but did no, but when 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 your when when your actor or you as an actor asked your organizer, "What do I do in this circumstance?" and they just shrugged and said, "You'll figure it out." I've had it before. 
Yeah. No, like, I, no, that's it. I, I, as I said, I'm not, I'm not casting any blame on the actual actors. No, I'm not trying to excuse them. It's just this yeah. isn't as surprising to me as it does seem yeah. to be to a lot of other people. Like, I think, I think it is. I think it's it, again, it's, it's, it's a confluence of like the, 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 um, the radioactivity of AI generated yeah. art and AI generated material on like Twitter at the moment. Hmm. Uh. I'm I'm sure Wonka is still hot SEO, <laughs> considering Mr. Chalamet's performance, yeah. and and then again, just the 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 fact that the actual police had to get involved. Okay, but like, up. so I I want to get more of a shape of like the timeline though. So you come in, how do you not have chocolate? I'm sure Glasgow has the equivalent of like a spar. How do you or, not? Or, no, Glasgow definitely has a Lidl, which you can buy chocolate in for very cheap on mass. Yeah, and also Wonka Bar brand chocolate exists, and even if you can't afford it, you can print labels. Like it's <laughs> like I was looking at the photos, and there was that like little like kind of um, uh, bouncy castle area and that kind of stuff, and like. There are so many little fixes that could just correct this. Just make the space smaller. Just yeah, have a little cafe bar where you can get hot chocolate. It doesn't need to be this. And I, I do, do have, have empathy because I've been on projects where something obvious you you just miss for weeks. But how? Was there like shenanigans in the background or was this down to like just overblown confidence or like what's what's the magic secret that made this the way it is like i like i like i can't say you know i don't i i had like the i think the the organizers have remained quite expectedly quite silent on it yeah um but i like to me it it just it reeks of just laziness just uh of just well we're going to make an experience people seem to like wonka right now Let's charge 35 quid and make a bunch of props. This warehouse is really cheap. Yeah, the organizer is House of Illuminati. And I don't want to turn this into like a deep dive, but I'd love to know if this was like just some chancers or like, you know, is this like usually they do good stuff and it just didn't come together this time? Like, it's, I, I, I want to know if I should approach this with skepticism or empathy, you know? I, I, I'm jumping immediately to skepticism. This again, with with the with the little insight I have from from that from that interview with the uh, with Mr. Wonka himself. Yeah. Well when you uh, Google House of Illuminati, it says temporarily closed. Yeah, no, I'm sure it is. I'm sure I'm sure they're not opening their doors to anyone right now. They have a nice logo. Is it? Is it the? Is it? Is it? Is it the? Is it the pyramid? It's all AI looking things. I might. I might link this to you. I know this doesn't do the audio medium any benefits, but like, I mean, to go to pull from our similar things, it's. Do you remember that Jenny Nicholson like Nevermore Park thing? Oh, Evermore. And like, yes. it was all like all the images. Like none of them were like representative of reality in the park when you look at all this art for all their different events that may or may not be happening that is the vibe 
Uh, oh well, if if we if if you want a little bit of um of executive of 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 on the on the ground journalism, mm. uh, it turns out the UK just have the public information of uh of companies just on hand, um, <laughs> and I'm not going to give that information over the air because I'm not going to dox someone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I can't see that the the current director of Ace of Illuminati was only appointed in November of 2023. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking through all of their posts and they the furthest back they go is the 12th of December. Yeah, no, so the I first I suspect... one being the the Willy Wonka one. So, but they announced like five events all at once. So that's what I mean. Is this like completely undeserved confidence or is this a scam? You know? I I'm I'm airing to scam. I think okay. If not scam, then very lazy, right? Attempts at cash grabbing, like that. The the fu- or the the fine gray mist in between. They're, the the website does this thing I don't like on websites where it's like the the type font is in gray, but it's on a blue background. Oh, oh, Keen, do you think do you think the guys that made the the Willy Wonka experience in a warehouse maybe didn't do a, didn't make a great website? You think I'd that look. I just, I just, I, as someone who, like, kind of has made events, I just, I've seen dog piles, and I just want to know more before I make a verdict, you know? I'm sure this is bad. I'm sure it was a scam. I want to know if this is an anomaly or a trend. That's all. You're too kind for this world. (laughs) I'm, look, look, it's... We don't know what will come out in a week's time. I'm just, I approach everything with like reasonable skepticism. Now, I would love if you could look at the website at maybe after the recording. Uh, it's, but it's like, look, for all I know, like, I mean, it certainly seems like the actors are getting scammed out of money because of the way their contracts were signed. Did you see that in the interview? No. Oh, they it's so misspelled no, the Stop. word contracts on contracts. Now two O's. Now listen, not not to make this a not not to make this a nationality thing. Maybe that's just how the Scottish do it. <laughs> <laughs> you, think, you think you think with their broken website they have phonetically written contracts? Contracts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised though, because like Glasgow, like I mean, look, I can't say for being there, but I've got family there. Like it's it's a it's a relatively I understand like artsy city like it's a strange place to try and get away with something like this, and yet people will always try. Um, yeah, it's. I'd love to know what was the straw that broke the camel's back that made them stop letting people in. Because uh, surely, I would say, like, I, I would now, Kian, not to not not to not to make this a haphazard mess. I would say the police. I just, I, I know it's the point like, I keep kind of coming back to of but that was you, there was a line with this became drama do? and that was the police. The police uh, aren't the Tesco manager. Like, what do they do? I don't know. Tell them. Well, to right, shut what are they going to read the website and <laughs> say like, oh, this this hour and a half experience is only forty five minutes. We've assessed this. Don't the like? I don't want to let them off the hook, but like. What would they do in that situation? Now, you make a great point on what would the police do. Great point there. Love that. 
Um, but yeah, no, it's it like I I yeah I I I think you're I think you're being very kind to. I I am being charge. incredibly kind. It's just I want to be on the right side of history here in case this is a baby and they got fecked over or something. You know. I don't know. I don't think you're. I I I. I, I don't think you're swinging at the fence there, I think. No, I don't think this is going to get a resurge. I mean, look at the images. It's like there are just like A2 posters against grey walls Yeah, that don't even look original. Like, uh, I mean, so many... Just don't use the fluorescent lights. Every theatre has lights. I really think these I are just, like, so easy to fix. You know, there are is, TVs turned off. Put something on them. It is Netflix so funny comes with like this. fireplace footage. Just have a picture of a river or something. It is so funny to me that this seems to have just like pinned a very specific sore spot for you as for a me. theater manager. Yeah, it's like I approach this from both angles. I have empathy for the actors and the people who went because like, you know, it's you're hired to do a job and you do your best you can. And it sounds like the management just hung them out to dry, basically. But equally, I have been on events where like, you know, you've got so much to do and you're like, oh, we forgot the chocolate in our chocolate event because we were stressing about getting that candy tree painted or something. So I I see, obviously, all the parents who are, like, disappointed, they're the ones who, the who like, we should, like, prioritize and all that. I'm not going to say this is not a scam. I'm just saying I want to know more. That's all. Oh, because I'm it, sure. It's, it's really tragic to be part of, like, an event that doesn't do well, you probably won't make money off of, and then you've got the public stuff on top of it so i just want to know more before i just like write it off you know i'm sure like yeah this this is only something i think that really came out yesterday as recording mm. so like the very end of february here and so i i don't think you will be if you dig now over the next few weeks you'll find out everything you can about this i if there I is a YouTube, so I, yeah you'll probably find give it a week you'll find a good youtube deep dive <laughs> It's get um, get like Sarah Z or someone on this. Jenny, I, you know what? Jenny Nicholson will be heartbroken. She didn't get to this. Jenny Nicholson has way too much going on anyway. It's a theme park, yeah. though. A bad theme park. She has spent two years making a Star Cruiser video. She's busy. Is that where she is? I miss her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but speak, speaking of things that, you know, I think people could construe as a cash grab, um, Hey, Kian, did you watch that uh, that new Avatar live-action series? My God. The art of the segue. You surfed on a bubble of air to get there. I, no, I, um, I, I'm inherently sceptical of the live-action thingies. I know you said One Piece is really good, and I believe you. But no, Kian, I, unless there's like a real twist on it, I don't see the point. How does it stack up? As now, Kean, you're 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 making a good point about the skepticism, especially considering this is a series that has been mired in production hell mm. for I want to say six, seven years. Okay. I think is when this was first announced. And uh, also considering that, like the the film adaptation is frequently on those like worst of the worst lists and all that, you know. 
Oh, the Shyamalan one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's aside the point. Um, but what, what also really kind of nails this one in was that they had the original creators. Um, oh, the names escape me. Anyway, uh, they had the original creators of Avatar involved, who then left because of creative differences. Okay. Halfway through production. A little claxons uh, going off there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, as it is now launched, um, I have to say, I was expecting worse. Okay. I, 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 it now. That's not to say it's good. Right. But, I, like, I, I, I've, we've had this conversation a couple of times because I, I seem to be endlessly fascinated by Netflix's string of live action uh, animation reboots. I don't know where yeah, I got that from. Because for every yeah. for every Death Note, you get uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Like you know, it's swinging yeah. about. It's like, um, so I think, and, and, and I think there was a part of me probably chasing that One Piece high because, really, if nothing else to take away from this section, go watch that One Piece show. It's really good. Um, but the creators of the One Piece show did not, in fact, create this. And th- like this falls in that kind of like that real value where it's not it's not bad enough to be notable and entertaining in the way that like cowboy bebop was right there was but kind of a, not, like i didn't watch that one but i remember there was kind of a spectacle to it like you know oh the like the entire anything to do with vicious in that was truly comically so comically off base mm. it, it, like it, it's watching it's watching a train wreck mm. um Whereas this just kind of falls falls into the deep valley of just passable enough that it's not actually engaging <laughs> in okay. in a way. So yeah. what what it, what it is? It is the first season that covers the. It is one season that covers the first book, so the first season of the animated series, and but has reformatted it into eight hour long episodes. Which, funnily enough, I think by like actual timing metrics, does make it longer than the original first season. Okay, right. Um, Do they like think, change the plot substantially, or the, the 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 main kind of throughput is is mostly the same. Okay. However, they've reorganized and reshuffled a lot of events mm. to make it more adherent to this sort of structure. So. Take Omashu, right? What was one episode of Aang going to a city, finding out the king is his old best friend. Mm. Omashu is now where you also have the inventor who who originally lived in the Air Temple. Also, Jet, the rebel, um, yeah. who is fighting the Air Up in the, the trees and all that, yeah. Up in the trees and that. Uh, and also where they include the tunnels with the badger moles, which was in the second season of the animated season. Secret tunnel. Secret tunnel, yeah. That's all. They've now kind of moved all of that together and put that in Omashu. Okay, uh, I mean, like, because you for, sort for of structuring. Though it's like an eight-episode series, it still kind of has to fit that Hollywoody structure, doesn't it? And that's yeah. where the Shyamalan movie kind of fell down. Yeah. So, and like, like at a certain point, like there was point there. There are points of it where it's bad. 
And I'll get to that in a sec. <laughs> but the point of it, it's like, I can see what they're doing because obviously there is limitations to a live action product compared yeah. to an animated product. An animated product, you can set anywhere, have a, have a different setting every episode and just keep going because, you know, that's that's a consistent animation. But for the live action thing, you've got different, you've got certain sets. You can't build an infinite amount of sets. So I can see the necessity to kind of combine elements. Yeah. Condense things. I can see why they do that. It doesn't make it good, uh, but I can I can see the limitations involved. Mm. Uh, what what it does though as well is it makes because again that first season it is it it like for the most part a lot of this year a lot of that series is kind of a road trip. It's then traveling across. Yeah, the little, little adventures that. A little kind adventure. of add up meaningfully later on, like yeah, yeah, and combining so many of the plot threads into one area like that, and that's that's one example mm. of them. Like that's what that covers about two episodes of the show. Mm. It makes the world feel a lot smaller right. by doing that. Um, and as I said, like they the, the as far as like actual time, like budget time involved. It's roughly the same. They like both series are about the same length, all all told, which makes it interesting that they cut sections of the first series to accommodate things they're taking from later. Yes, like and and things that aren't insignificant either. Like do you remember the the episode of the first season, Zhang Zhang, the the firebender. Yeah, yeah. He finds the love. God, just is not in this. And it feels it feels wrong because that feels like a pretty fundamental part of Aang's kind of mm. journey. But instead, what they kind of add, they add in, and, and for better or worse, they add in a lot more context to what the go to the goings on of the Fire Nation. Right. Specifically, Azula's now in this season. Well, that's what I was going to say. I saw that, like, the Fire Emperor, who's, like, kind of kept to, like, Series 3 in the original, is in this, isn't he? Yes, Ozai is in this. Which, yeah. for, for, for the record, while I think the writing is pretty flat, the cast, on the whole, great. And yeah. honestly, the cast do a really, really good job with what they're given. They so, Daniel seem, based on this and the film and the show, they always seem to cast the Fire Nation really well. That is the yeah. one consistent thing across all three of them. Like, oh yeah, no, Daniel Day Kim does a fantastic job as mm. Ozai. He he's got this imposing presence, um, and I don't know the actor's name, but the guy playing Zuko, I think, is my favorite because he manages to hit that that perfect balance of being of like of being a kind of a, like a stubborn fifteen year old mm. while also having just that 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 on that trauma. Like, again, the cast, with what they're given, do a really good job for the most part. Mm. But it just, it again, it just falls flat. And every, almost every time I was watching it, my I had to ask the question, well, why am I watching this and not just rewatching the original? That's what I was going to ask. Like, yeah. okay, let's, let's interrogate the other ones. The likes of One Piece and Cowboy Bebop, they've been properties that have been gone for a long time, at least in terms of mainstream exposure. Mm. Uh, so you could, there is some logic to reviving them with a fresh new cast, then people can discover the old ones, it's a whole magical, lovely thing. But, like, Avatar is up on Netflix, a generation grew up with it, 
And it's much more recent than those things, even though it is probably like 20 years old. So who is this for, is my question. Yeah, that's and I and I don't have an answer for that. Like the 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 best, the most charitable assumption I can give is a way to draw people who wouldn't because there are people out there who will just not watch animated product. Yeah. And so I can see that like again, in the most charitable reading. It is a way to draw people in on that. But again, Avatar is one of those series that is pretty universally beloved, even by people who are not a fan of animated series. Yeah, like I didn't watch it until like four or five years ago, but I still knew through reputation that it was yeah. a good thing that people loved. Like, um, like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I get what you're saying about potentially people might not like watch what is ostensibly a kids show. I know there yeah. is, and there is that on top of the animation bias and stuff. But like, why would that audience give a chance to a live action version of the same thing? Well, that's the like, thing. That's a, that's, a, I mean? that's like, another kind of problem I I have with the show as well is because I think in an event to try and to try and steer people toward it and to mm. differentiate itself from from the original, it takes a different look at tone than the original. So the original is an animated series. Has, I'd say for the most part, a pretty lighthearted tone, even though it deals with a lot of very, very serious, you know, a lot yeah. of war, a lot of genocide, a lot of serious topics. But for the most part, the show has a, has a joyful tone, a lot of kind of, a lot of fun, reflecting yeah. on the fact that the main character is like a 12-year-old boy. This really, like, this really tr- stakes up, this really ratchets up the, the, the dramatic tension. Okay. Compared to the joyful tone. Like, you know, for example, in this, where it is very much implied and told to us about it, in this one, we see the Air Nomad genocide. We see Ozai's Agni Kai with Zuko. Right. See, I'm, assu- I'm assuming we don't see in the intro Ang having a lovely time and crashing into a rock by accident. Actually, that is in there. Oh, is that, it? And, that, <laughs> and, and that's and that's really that's actually that's probably the biggest problem here, right? Is because for the most part they actually they they ground it in a more kind of realistic dramatic. It, it's not gritty. They don't they don't make it a Game of Thrones, but Avatar. Right. But the tone it sets is more dramatic realism than joyful cartoon. Right, and so when things like Ang on an airball, like going into a rock, or or some of the stuff with Boomy happens, the cartoony aspects of it feel just really off balance. Like the, the it, it sets the tone off that you kind of stand there going, "Huh." It like it it, it it does it it doesn't have that balance the other the the original did. Right. Um, and so yeah, uh, to to kind of go back to your question, who like who is this for? I like so far on the standing, I would say nobody. Where okay. where I think where I recommended One Piece to people who hadn't given like you know the cartoon of the man the the anime of the manga a try as a way to jump into it fresh mm-hmm. that added a lot of benefit to people who did know it. This adds nothing to people who know it and would leave people who don't know it worse off because you can just watch a better version of it. Right. Which is not to say that it's awful, but it's just sort of like 
No, but it's just kind of dull. But Netflix announced the metrics that it apparently had a 9% higher initial viewer rating radio ratio or view, 9% higher viewer numbers than the live action one piece so screw us i guess this is probably yeah but they're it. watching it because the live action one piece was good and people are more willing to take a chance on it it's like that uh that follow up thing where it's like the opening weekend does better but like overall it's less like you know yeah uh, i think that netflix i think really jump on strong opening numbers um, right. Like if you which, if you were for a show, it's which considering it's a streaming service is a bit weird. Isn't the whole point that you can watch it anytime? Hey, try to explain that to try to explain that to the men in the market rooms who say why is number not going up? You know. Oh my god. Well, I mean, look, I've no clever segue. Something, something, one piece at DCC. We're both going to be at DCC, aren't we? <laughs> Uh, we are actually no. You know what? You're you're not far off because Emily Road is uh, the 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 actress for Nami is going to be there. Yes. So let's just talk about that very briefly because I know you have want to talk about poor things as well. Uh, we are. I am at this point a regular at DCC. Uh, love it to bits. And uh, myself, my family are going to be there. We've got some actors who want to meet. You are going this time. What are you looking forward to about it? Uh, listen, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pretend the reason I'm not, I'm going is, isn't, uh, this is, isn't this is Dublin Comic Con, by the way, I should say that full yeah. clarification, uh, on uh, like, March 9th and 10th, I believe. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's the Baldur's Gate voice actors, that's pretty yes. much the only reason I'm going. <laughs> um, Theo Solomon and Deborah Wilde are going to be there, and I love Will and Lazelle. Mm. Um, so that's, that's it. To be honest, like I, I listen, we spent a lot of time on this show gassing up Dublin Comic Con. Uh, I probably normally wouldn't go unless you know invited, because uh, mm. it. Listen, we we've talked about how family friendly it is. It is also in terms of the convention circuit, pretty expensive. It is MegaCon is much more family friendly and like a lot cheaper. It should be said, although there are less things. But like, uh, no, but I still I still like it. Like, uh, like my nephew is going for the first time with his big, massive cosplay costume he's making. It's it's nice to have that sort of tent pole thing in the middle of the year. Like uh, my daughter's going to dress up as Moana. I'm going to go as Disney Hades. Uh, I want to meet Mark Shepard because he's one of those like in everything type actors. Uh, I want to look at the line for John DiMaggio and say, it's not worth it, even though he's brilliant. <laughs> well, there he is. That's great. I think he's. I think he's doing. A, I think he's doing a talk on the. On well, the, that's on just the, it. You can, yeah. if you plan ahead, you can do it relatively cheaply. Like the talks are free, all the cosplaying stuff is free. You can do the masquerade free. There's like artist sallies, and you can do all the like take the photo ops and like video games. They're all free. The Lego room is free. Uh, so you can do it on the cheap, but you're right. It is it is both in terms of time, energy, and actually, yes, the financial as well. That's three things. It, it is a bit of a pricey uh, commitment, you know? Yeah, compared to, like, especially, again, compared to just some of the other major conventions. Yeah. Um, like, I know, myself and Dara are, 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 are talking about Kaizoku Khan in Quark. Mm. Um, and while I have not been able to go just because of, like, 
planning. Uh, Akuma Khan in Galway is great and also oh, yeah. very reasonably priced. Um, so like that's it. Like just I think I want to just kind of really kind of emphasize the point that DCC we we talk it up a lot because it's mm-hmm. the one we end up going to. It is far from the be all end all of conventions. In this no, place. no, there are like I think I think they have had a bit of a changing of the guard, and I think you can kind of feel a bit of those teething problems. I think the roster of actors they've got this time and next time is a sign they're getting a better handle on it. Like, have you seen they got Janeway for August? I did. I like, did. I like, do like, like she is a name. Like you know. They they could fill that just with her alone, like you know, not that like kind of not everyone goes to the celebrities, but I do. Um, so like it's now having said that, I wish more can like there are better ways to structure it financially with MegaCon. The tickets are dirt cheap, and then the like the likes of the autographs are a bit more expensive, but there's no queues. Mm-hmm. So really, you could do the whole thing cheap if you wanted to. I'm going to a Doctor Who one in April where the upfront cost of the ticket is really expensive. But once you're in, meeting the celebrities, doing the stuff, super cheap. An autograph's like a fiver, and you get four free with your ticket. You know? That's pretty good, actually. No, that's that's saying. So that, to me, that's a better structure. Because that way you get your money, and then it's at your own discretion what you want to do, you know? Yeah. I also, like, while we're just airing grievances... The convention center in Dublin's awful place to hold this. Just, <laughs> I hate that the structure of that because everything's on top of each other. Navigating it is a nightmare. Yeah, and at like the spring one might not be too bad, but the August, but the summer one in August, that is the entire lobby is a giant glass front. Yes, and there is like listen, conventions have a heat to smell ratio that is pretty. <laughs> It's pretty rough at the best of times, yeah. but when you lump that into a greenhouse, it's diabolical. Yes, and I have incredible empathy for anyone who is in any way, like, has their mobility limited or anything yeah. like that. Because, and it's not the same thing by any means, but I will say it. Last time I went as Bowser and I took up a huge radius of room, the, the weight on the lifts... Like, you know, was a nightmare. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's not without its problems that I feel like could be ironed out. But then again, it is a victim of its own success. It was a relatively small affair. And then I think two years ago, they got all of their tickets in at 10 a.m. And like, you know, it's hard not to see them like capitalizing on it. Having said that, I know a friend of mine who's a cosplayer is not attending because she was and she felt it was kind of getting very broified, for lack of a better term, with the likes of the Halo actors, the Terminator actors, yeah. the esports. Like, you know, so it's we're just gonna have to kind of try it and see come the weekend after next, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we'll we'll report back with uh see see how they've done, see if there's any improvements. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, as I said, I, I probably wouldn't have been going where were it not for my, my Baldur's Gate babies. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, look, I'm. I don't mean to discover. Like, we we've had lots of great times at the Double Comic Con over the years. I'm talking from the perspective of someone who now has a wife and two kids, and you know, moving around a buggy is like a bit of an ordeal. So, like, I think I think there are room to improve, but uh, but it may happen. You know, it's like 
the same space is accommodating twice the amount of people it used to, but the price is also going up. And like you can only heap on so many inconveniences before it becomes more of a chore than like yeah. a relaxing day out, you know? Exactly. Like we'll 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 we'll, we'll see it out. And like again, eventually if if it doesn't if it doesn't change and things are still just inconvenient, yeah, people will stop going. That's that's the reality of it. Yeah, especially uh, if it's on twice a year, like Exactly. But we again we 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 that is that is to be seen. That is the future. Mm. That, that is not where we are now. Um, but how much time do we have left? About ten minutes. Um, well, then tell us about the big, new, exciting film that you've seen literally right before we started recording. That's yeah. You literally you you caught me while I was brainstorming a good a good segue. But there is kind of no draw between between Dublin. Well, I mean, do you want to rock, paper, scissors? Because I could talk about the president instead if you're if you're. No, 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 no. I was thinking of a segue. We're already here. Okay. Poor thing. We left that bridge. Go. (laughs) Kian literally texted me to set up this recording as I was watching poor things. So that's (laughs) that's great. That's topic. That's perfect. It's quickly. Could not be fresher in my mind. (laughs) Um, now poor things me me and Dara kind of mentioned it uh, last week this is a difficult movie to talk about at at (laughs) 5pm as as it seems to be what like some of the best movies I've seen this year because Saltburn was also a very difficult movie to talk about at (laughs) 5pm but poor things it's Emma Stone and Willem Dafoe and it's I think the, 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 the best way to describe it is a kind of a weird cross between Frankenstein and Alice in Wonderland through the lens of Terry Gilliam. And like, it, yeah, like through, through the lens of the guy who directed Brazil. Apologies, my <laughs> microphone was just off there. Yeah, sure. because I'm familiar that it's based on a book. But the book wasn't this like Terry Gilliam esque thing. It was slightly more grounded. Uh, this is yeah, the book. I think the book is a diary format. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's worth noting this is directed by Jorgos Lanthimos, who directed The Favorite and the Lobster. So pretty surreal. Yeah, actually, I was glad you brought that up. Favorite, I really liked The Lobster. I liked the first half of it, but I really took against it after a certain point. So I'm, I'm really interested to see where Poor Things falls by comparison. I've actually, funnily enough, I, have, I haven't I have seen either of them. I really wanted to watch The Favourite and never got around to it. It's on Disney. I just it, It's one of those ones where it's been sitting on my watch list for long enough now that I keep forgetting about it. Mm. Um, but from what I've heard about The Lobster, it seems like Poor Things manages to, to reel itself back in just enough compared to The Lobster, where it doesn't yeah. go fully off the rails. Yeah. But it's still an absolutely book-wild movie to watch. <laughs> right. Um, and the movie basically just follows uh, a woman named Bella Baxter, who, not to give away too much even from the start of the movie, uh, finds herself in unfortunate circumstances involving her brain. Um, <laughs> I related to that. And... <laughs> um, <laughs> Ends up going, ends up going on a on a journey, uh, almost a, a something mirror, mirroring a coming of age journey, and a realization that 
maybe all the men in her life want to control her. And maybe that's not great, actually, now that she thinks about it. And also, why do people have such societal politeness? And why do they have a problem with um, uh, redacted on at five? <laughs> so can I ask, is this like, because I've been trying to avoid hearing too much so I can go in blind when I eventually get the chance. Is this like a fifth element thing where the character is like kind of in a, an adult body with like a sort of a naive brain or like what's 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 no, the, the kind of mechanics of it like? So the really funny thing that you mentioned, the fifth element, it's what it is, is a movie that is actually um, commenting on that. <laughs> on that trope. On- yeah. Um, um, born sexy yesterday is what is what my my. I I was kind of tiptoeing around it, but yes, that's what I get. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, funnily enough, the movie actually kind of it, it is a commentary on that. I do not want. I I truly finding out the circumstances of Bella Baxter's being at the start of the movie mm. sets the tone for the whole thing. Mm. So I actually don't want to tell you what it is. Okay, um, but I, I'm I'm just trying to get a sense of like kind of what the angle of the film is without necessarily hearing the plot, you know, like... Oh, no, the angle is very clearly, hey, isn't it pretty wild that women's lives are decided entirely by men? Right. Valid, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I, I must stress, this is a capital A adult movie. Right. Truly not... Not for kids. He and I would make pretty sure, well sure that like your two kids are at least two rooms over from you watching it. <laughs> Did you watch Saltburn? Not yet. Okay. I, I'm trying, I, I'm trying, we're, skip, we're skipping over an Irish scandal there, if you bring that one up. No, I'm, I'm just more trying to gauge like, you know, how far away your kids were when you were watching a movie like this. Because <laughs> that's how far they need to be away. Okay, all right. So you you based it. Bear in mind, I am in a council flat, unless I'm in the garden. There's only so much I can do, and that bothers the neighbors. <laughs> in the garden with headphones under a sheet. That's how you need to watch board things. In with shame, Ian. With Catholic shame. <laughs> oh my God! So like, did you know anything about this film going into it? Uh, I did. I I did. Know, I I I did know the the kind of the 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 Frankenstein and the surrealism aspect, right? Um, but I I was I was pretty blown away by by the by the characters and the acting. Um, Is it Mark Ruffalo people, in it as well? Mark Ruffalo play. Mark Ruffalo does a fantastic job of playing truly just the most pathetic man I've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> <laughs> there is a sequence at the start of the movie where he is giddily running up the stairs to see who this very this very pretty dumb woman is and falls flat on his face. Good man. <laughs> it's incredible. It is it is a tour de force performance of just an awful person. Um, <laughs> of course, Emma Stone does a does a terrific job. Mm. Uh kind of kind of building that line from that, you know, that Lilu Dallas up to a brain surgeon by the end of the movie. Yeah, she's an actor I've really come to respect over the years between this and The Favourite. And like, it's just so buck wild to me that she did Birdman in between reshoots on Amazing Spider-Man 2. 
like what a weird duality and then like the what's it called i i feel terrible i've forgotten the musical in hollywood oh la 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 thank you yes like she just she seems to be relatively fearless which i (laughs) now obviously some of that's down to the opportunities you're given but i still appreciate it like you know oh no she's she's i think like no you can't say she's not putting in the work yeah yeah exactly like um but yeah no I, I watched it. It's it's up on YouTube now. You can buy it for like 16 quid, mm. which I happily did because it did not run in cinemas for, for long enough. Did it not? Uh, I would have thought like no, something with that much what felt, ran for ages. That's, it feels like... It felt like to me it only ran for like a month. Uh, okay. I, I, went, I fully like... I, I told myself I'm going to go see it this weekend. When I, like I, About two or three weeks ago, I told myself I'm going to go see it. And when I looked up, God, it had just yeah. vanished out of the cinema. It doesn't seem. Listen, I might just be getting an over an uh, an overblown image from Dara, but it seems like it didn't run for half as long as Madam Web has. Madam Web hasn't been out long. He's been talking about it for ages. That's like okay, that like it's be, so I'm weird. Cinemas now, like the Mighty Pups movie is still in cinemas. Well, now hold on. <laughs> listen, people need to bring their kids somewhere. What, you're not going to bring the poor things, no? I cannot stress enough, Kian. Do not bring a child to this movie. I cannot <laughs> stress this enough. We, we're, we're having a lot of fun here. Don't bring your kids to poor things. Oh my god, if you insist. <laughs> or if you do, don't at me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh... But yeah, no, it's yeah. Again, I, I haven't, I haven't got, I haven't watched a lot of movies again just because getting to a cinema is pretty difficult. Mm. Uh, but so far, twenty twenty four has been has been a pretty, I've stu- been a pretty solid year between Saltburn and Poor Things. And right over the the sandy horizon, I see a giant worm looking me in the eye, and I am very excited for Dune when you're two. alone and life is getting you lonely. You can always go uck, Dune two. <laughs> <laughs> that is my Arrakis. That is my dude. <laughs> Maybe the real makers were the friends we made along the way. <laughs> no, the real friend was in fact Duncan Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan Idaho. Like, I mean, I was talking to somebody who's read all the books. Like, he's properly in that like Boba Fett space of like ratio <laughs> of presence to recognition you know what i mean like he's not a big yeah. part of the books or film but oh, like, no really gravitated to him like but that's because unlike boba fett duncan idaho has the most chad name ever called duncan idaho yeah um it's it's forever funny to me like listen you could say a lot of things about frank herbert but it's so funny to me that he made a movie fundamentally based in like a debt like a like a like you know an analog for a middle eastern desert and made his christ-like figures a man named paul and a man named duncan idaho <laughs> that's that's the 70s or for yes oh it's i'm trying to find out who played duncan idaho in the 80s one now just for comparison like you know uh it's, it's i think he's just jason momoa he's just a big beardy man to me so just uh, Jason Momoa just happened to be in the eighties one, even though it was impossible. <laughs> hey, who? What? What other things have happened? Listen, 
<laughs> I don't know. Sting, no, Sting was Fade Rosa. No, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's Sting with the Stellan Skarsgård. Not Stellan. Bill. Bill Skarsgård's next. Yeah. <laughs> One of Skarsgård. Oh my goodness. Well, I suspect that Dune yeah. 2 is going to eat up all of next week's episode. Uh, if I get a chance to see it. Um, <laughs> but it, it cannot eat up any more of this episode because we are out of time. I, uh, I could, well, while I could conjecture more about Dune and hoping that this film franchise gets to the point where the Emperor of the Universe becomes a worm, we simply do not have the time. Look, he's already Christopher uh, Walken. There's no upgrade. There's no upgrade. Uh, <laughs> that is our time for this week um, Kian is there anywhere you would like to the other people to find you while I won't plug but I will do like a little what have we learned today don't go to chocolate events don't yep. bring children to poor things yep do go to DCC but just be prepped for it and just watch the original Avatar The Last Airbender. You didn't even mention the fact that one of the actors thought that they were on the James Cameron one. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> that was so, that's the funniest thing. What how long did it take him to realize he wasn't gonna be blue? God, uh, that's, James that's, really that's my plug. In a very kind of easterly direction. <laughs> that's that's my plug for this. Go look up the actor that played General Zhao and try to get <laughs> In Avatar three, like he wants this, like, obviously he wants it so bad. Between this and Dakota Johnson thinking she was in the <laughs> MCU, like how powerful people, are agents? Do people need to read their contracts. Not read scripts. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. <laughs> as always you can find us all uh, you can find all of our links on nerdsnowmedia.com there of course you can find our Patreon uh, you can kick us a few bucks always appreciated uh, and until next time I have been Kev and I'm going to be laughing for a while bear with me <laughs> <laughs> and neither of us are an avatar what <laughs> no. yes give us time Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.